Network puts you at the track with ARCA and all the major NASCAR series. From Daytona to the final checkered flag, the Hot Pass Racing Network is your inside pass. All right, race fans, let's get rowdy. The next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only, racing. From the third tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona, Talladega. No race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. Welcome, guys, as always. Welcome to the show, and I got Kyle up in uh, PA. Welcome to the show, Kyle. Hey, Rowdy. I uh, apologize for that. Uh, honestly, I, I got the, the, the pinwheel of death there when I tried to put you on, so um, apologize for that. Um, you know, Looking forward to the show tonight. Um, three guests, uh, one at 7.05, 6.05, uh, one at 7.20, 6.20, and then one at 7.35, uh, 635 Central. Oh, and we got LeVar Scott's audio from Tuesday night as well, uh, his first appearance on the Rowdy Magalite show. So uh, looking forward to the show tonight, Rowdy. Um, you know, we have a good good thing going here, and uh, we're going to continue to do that. Well, Kyle, you know, I told you Monday we was going to focus in on the uh, Arkham Menard series of testing. Uh, what, 62 drivers showed up for that. I'm looking for a full count of cars, kind of show up I think they're going to start either 36 or 40 I'm not 100% sure on that uh, the Daytona Arca 200 going to be run at 1.30 p.m. Eastern live on FS1 and MRN so uh, looking forward to seeing who's going to come out on top in that race uh, I think Venerini has a good chance right now um, they were really quick in the test uh, Tony Bradinger, Amber Balkan really fast uh, Tony Bradinger with the best overall speed there down at Daytona so um, yeah, I mean, you know, Venerini looks like they're good again. Uh, Gus Dean, Jesse Love also going to be running the race. So uh, that's kind of what we got going on here. Uh, Mullins Racing having a lot of drivers. Uh, fast track racing, a bunch of drivers as well. So um, I know we'll have Mark Eigeldinger on at 735 Eastern tonight. Uh, I know he tested for fast track last year. So uh can tell us again about how his testing days went and, uh, you know, how his, how I think it was his late model stuff last year, how that one as well. Well, Kyle, hey, racing season's here. I'm loading up. Actually, this week is the roller down at 24 hours for the, getting ready for the Rolex 24 hours at Daytona. And then next week is the, uh, the event, and I'll be covering it uh, the 26th through the 29th, Kyle. So we'll be doing some shows from down there. Hopefully we'll we'll have have some drivers and uh, a couple of guests on from live from daytime. That'd be nice, Rowdy. Uh, I know the IMSA uh, works good with the media, um, they always have, and the fans. So uh, I know that's uh, that that's a big key there. Um, the twenty third, or excuse me, the twenty twenty three Rolex twenty four at Daytona International Speedway uh, coming up here shortly. Uh, will power ruled out. 
um, from from our own Tom Mar- uh, Tom Daytona Tom. I almost said his last name. Uh, Daytona Tom uh, Rowdy. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. No, I know he's been kind of informing us on some news here lately. Uh, I know you and I were chatting earlier. Uh, no Xfinity or no Cup drivers allowed to run the Xfinity race at the Chicago Street Course. Um, just some some news and nuggets that's been going around. And uh, yeah, the Rolex Twenty Four right around the corner. Like you said, the work coming up. Uh, the Chili Bowl last week, and uh, now we got you know even more racing this weekend. Cal, uh, excuse me. <clears throat> if you've never been to the 24 Hours, I mean, if you get a chance to watch some of it, just learn a little something about it. But to be in the infield, it's a completely different group of people. And if you talk about the 500 during uh, the 24 Hours. You better say the Daytona 500 because everybody looks at you and go Indy 500. So they're dedicated. The Enzo fans are dedicated fans, and they're a great group. And, Kyle, I think after the Daytona 500, the next weekend, Enzo will be at Seaburn. I believe that's correct, Rowdy. Uh, Enzo going to be doing the 12 hours of Seaburn. I think it's in March. Uh, yeah, that's a big race. Um, you know, I've, I've run the, the course before. And, uh, Rowdy, I uh, believe we have our first guest here on the line. Absolutely, Kyle. I'd like to bring in one of my good friends. He's not a stranger to the show. Kevin Campbell. Kevin, how we doing, my man? Hey, I'm doing pretty good, Rowdy. Can you hear me? Yes, I can, uh, Kevin. Perfect. So, uh, Kevin, you know, we've known each other for quite a while, and we've been to the Waffle House and had a few uh, meals at the Waffle House and kind of every once in a while talk about the dream that that happened last weekend. Let's talk about testing down at Daytona. Well, I'll tell you what, Rowdy, it's been a – I mean, I first got a taste of this about five years ago. I'll uh, take a little little time off, put together the new car, the new, new motor, the whole new package. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Kathy and I finally decided it was time to go back racing again. So we went to Daytona. Uh, didn't quite have my car done. Uh, just there's a lot of stuff to do when you're building a new car. So Andy Hillenberg was uh, was pleasant enough to allow me to get in one of his cars uh, the end of the day, second day. So we got to run some laps. Um, definitely not as many as I'd like to have, but uh, we, we got uh, approved to go. So we're looking forward to going racing uh, with my own car next month. Well, uh, Kevin, you know we talked to, we've talked about this uh, little deal here. Uh, what's it feel like to go through that tunnel knowing that what you've worked so hard for is actually happening? I'll, t- I'll tell you what, man. In all honesty, I uh, I didn't eat squat for lunch that day. I was nervous as hell. Um, <laughs> I remember going to my first race back in Nashville five years ago. wasn't near as bad as this one. There's just something about that place. Daytona, everything everybody's ever told me. I talked to a couple of guys earlier in the week, and they all said the same thing. The place is just awesome. The place to go if you want to go race is Daytona, without a doubt. So, Kevin, when you come back to Daytona, you'll have your own car. What's your plans for the year? Uh, well, it depends on how we survive Daytona. Uh, I, I got another car that we're looking to build. Um, obviously we're always looking for some help. My deal for this year, I've got, um, I used to go to the, I'm from Missouri. I went to the University of Missouri at Columbia and the Mizzou Tigers 
played football down there. So I'm doing a little paint scheme for them. Um, I'm trying to get some companies from alumni, from people that uh, went to Mizzou, that kind of thing, to maybe get behind me a little bit. Uh, obviously, this is definitely a very money-driven sport. So we're going to run as much as we can. We're going to go to Daytona. We're definitely going to run. Uh, we make it out of there okay. Uh, I'd like to run a couple East races, but I definitely have four or five races on the schedule that are on my bucket list that I have not been to that I will definitely have to go to. So we're going to do as much as we can. Hey, Kevin, you have Kyle here. Uh, first question for you is uh, what was your impression of uh, Daytona during the test uh, a week ago? i tell you what, the biggest thing for me was when <laughs> I was talking to somebody before the race, or before the, excuse me, before the test, before we went out. And he, he looked at me and he said, you know, the, the hardest thing you're going to do is you're going to go down your second thing. Uh, excuse me. How do you put this? The second hardest thing you're going to do is you're going to go down and turn one on the first lap and try and hold it wide open. And then the hardest thing you're going to do is going to come down to turn lap two and make it through turns one and two wide open at full speed. So once you get through that, uh, get a little hook going. But I will say this, going down into turn one and two for the first time, it's kind of like a tunnel going through there. It's just, I can't explain it. I've been to a few other tracks. I've been to short tracks, big tracks, just nothing this big. But, man, it's a cool feeling, really cool. I'm just looking forward to go drafting. So that leads into my next question. Um, were you able to draft at all in the test, or was it mainly single-car runs? Um, in all honesty, for me, it was just single-car because most of the teams pretty much had gone already by the time we got in there. Uh, there were a few teams that were left, but in all honesty, for me, it was just going out, running some laps just to get acclimated to the track at that speed. Uh, there's, there's quite a bit of difference between that speed and going about 150 at some of these other tracks. So I did, for me, it was comfort. It's just getting used to the car. It's getting comfortable with the car and the speed. And when we go back and practice, um, coming for the race coming up, we'll definitely be out there drafting. So my next question is, um, who do you expect to draft within the race? Um, have you, you know, have you discussed that with anybody yet during a test? I mean, I mean, what are you, what are you trying to do maybe to plan um, when the race rolls around here next month? Well, the only, the only problem with that is there's only 36, I think, 38 drive, um, spots in a race. We had 62 drivers out there, so to really pick anybody, you got to find out who's coming back for the race, who's got funding to go. And then, obviously, you got to make the race. So I'm, uh, I'm just looking forward to going out there and trying to make the race. If we, haven't, um, if we have a full field plus some, uh, if we don't quite have a full field or if we're right at a full field, then we'll definitely be in there. So I just – I don't know. To be honest with you, I can't really answer that question. I'd love to go up there and, and draft with the Venturini cars, but, you know, they got the best of the best out there. So for me to say that is – pretty cocky i feel so i'm just looking to go out there get seat time do the best i can and we'll see where we're at see where we're at at the end my last question is uh, who's been helping you out the most uh, during the daytona test in your racing career i mean who who have you been able to lean on uh to help you get through well to be honest with you my new fiance kathy she's been helping me out quite a bit mentally um as far as the car goes been doing a lot of stuff putting it together uh, I've had some friends um, 
I got a good friend of mine, Shannon, over on the 20 car. He's been helping me out with some knowledge and stuff like that. Uh, so we're just, I mean, I'd lean on whoever I can. I know a lot of people in the sport. I've been in this deal for about 20 years now, maybe a little more. Um, got a lot of friends out there. Got a lot of guys who are way ahead of me. And it's always nice to talk to them to get their input, see what they got. So from here, it's going to be about me next time. Well, Kevin, you know, running in the Arkham Menard Series is, is a pretty awesome place to be, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I'm, I'm sorry, Ready? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I was just going to say, I, when I first started out, um, I wanted to go into ARCA Series and run. I wanted to move up to trucks, Xfinity, whatever. I never really had the desire to do cups. Uh, obviously, I started way late in life. Um, but then I'll tell you what, seeing the competition that's in here, uh, I'm just I'm just happy as a lark to be out here, to be honest with you. I mean, there's a lot of serious talent coming up, especially with these young kids nowadays. These young kids have no fear. I mean, they get out there, and it's it's balls to the wall. You put them in some good equipment, and they can go. So trying to keep up with them is definitely something I'm trying to do, interested in doing. And uh, we get some seat time behind us, and we'll we'll be able to go out there and run. We'll have some fun with them. Well, Kevin, I want to say congratulations, you and Kathy. Uh, it's going to be fun to be down in the garage, and you are, as a driver. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a, a it's different. Up. What's that? And you know, I said now, though, you know, you, not only a driver, you, you're the mechanic, the driver, the media guy, the spokesman. You got to do it all now. Oh, I agree. I'll tell you what. I've sat, I've sat around and watched some of these guys do it, and uh, it's not easy. I got a good buddy of mine, Josh Williams. He's been doing it all for a long time. I mean, even though he's running running Xfinity way up there. Uh, he's got a team owner that's that's really good, but he still wrenches on the car. He's still getting it through tech. He's still doing the media. He's going and doing his, everything. So i got to be honest with you, he's one guy I really kind of look up to, uh, even though he's a youngster. Uh, but he's uh, he's definitely got it going on. So I just hope to be able to learn from some of these guys and do some of the stuff they're doing, and we'll just uh, have some fun. Kevin, let's talk about the guys at the shop that helped you get this car ready. Helping you get it ready because it you still got a few days left, but it's fast approaching showtime. Oh yeah, I got I got about a month to go. Uh, I think as of yesterday, maybe something like that. But um, we got we definitely got some wiring issues. We got to work on. We got to get some of that stuff going. Uh, just there's a lot of little things that really just need to get buttoned up on it, and then. We got to get the trailer ready for the year. We got to get. We're taking. We got a fifth wheel this year that we're going to take down. So we're going to go out and actually stay inside the track. Uh, so we're going to do that. So you're going to have to come over and visit us. Um, so we got a, we got a lot of stuff to do. Hey, you know, uh, Kevin. Now they pushed that race right up to the day before the Great 500 there, Daytona 500. That Saturday to me is a is a big day. That's a big day. So, uh, what about the sponsors, Kevin? I've got. Um, I'm kind of doing this this Mizzou car deal for this race to see how it goes. I I might have a couple little little people out there who might give me a little bit of help along the way, but I'm kind of kind of using it as a platform to maybe get some help later on down the road. 
Um, we've got a lot of things we're going to do back in the Midwest to support the university, and, and i got a couple other things cooking. So do I have a big-time sponsor right now? No. So I'm always looking. So if there's anybody out there listening, love to get in with an old guy. Uh, I'm definitely your man. But um, I'm just – we'll see what happens. I love the marketing part of it. It's a lot of fun. I like to do the stuff that's off the track just as much as on the track. So I'm all for it. Whatever we can get, we'll go with it. Kevin, where can they follow you to keep up with you this season? Uh, I've got an Instagram account. I've got an athlete page on my Facebook. Uh, my Facebook page is pretty much just through my name, Kevin Campbell. I've got two. I should have a personal one and an athlete show up. And then my Instagram page is uh, – KC Motorsports 82. Obviously, we had to change numbers, so we're uh, we're on 82 now. Uh, you could definitely follow me there. I started it up again, so we're going to start going to town with the social media stuff here shortly. Kevin, thanks a lot for showing up. We appreciate. I appreciate it. Looking forward it. to seeing. Hey, looking I'll be forward looking to forward to, to seeing House. you at, at uh, Waffle House. <laughs> Absolutely. Tell, tell the, other, the other significant other I said hello and thanks for for coming in tonight. I definitely will, and I appreciate it, Rowdy. We'll see you in Thank a few you. weeks. Absolutely. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks. All right, take care, Kyle. All right, guys. Kevin Campbell getting ready for the the great show. Uh, got our next caller in. Uh, no stranger to the to the show, Sean Core. What, Sean? Hey, Rowdy, how you doing? Man, doing good, doing good. So you've already been down to Florida and got a little taste of what uh, the sunshine's like. How'd testing go? Oh, the testing went pretty good. Yeah, I forgot what I forgot what warm sunshine felt like. That uh, have to get a little <laughs> go driving from New York down there. It uh, you kind of takes you <laughs> definitely takes you a little bit to get used to wearing not. You know, lined jeans and a sweatshirt, a Carhartt, all sorts of stuff. So it's, it's uh, definitely an adjustment again. But uh, yeah, the car uh, car was um, the car was really good. We were we our main focus on it was was to make sure all the bugs were worked out after Talladega. We left Talladega. We had the motor was running on seven cylinders and. And we were diagnosing it. We di- diagnosed it to the wiring harness of the car and ended up having to change all that. So the biggest thing we wanted to make sure was that the car was good after changing the harness and all. Just uh, didn't want any any more gremlins coming out, uh, popping their ugly heads um, out for the uh, when we go back to, down in February. So you pretty much got it shook down and you just a small few things to, to work out before you go back down. Oh yeah, yeah. We the car, um, the car really did st- still works really good in the air and all, just like it did last year. So last year that that car finished fourth, and um, we'll uh, hopefully every everything's all good when we go back in February. Everything everything seems to have uh, tricked down all right in the uh, in the tester. So we we took every every opportunity we could there at the practice to make sure everything was was good. But hey, sixty what sixty two drivers showed up. Uh, Don, was anybody did anybody test in your car? No, no. Again, we just focused on um, on making sure that the car was 
yeah. was good. We didn't want any more ugly surprises after uh, changing. Sometimes you with electrical, you mess with one thing, and uh, <laughs> then all of a sudden, you, you know, you, you hit the brake pedal and the toilet flushes in the bathroom. So, it's, so we want to <laughs> to make sure there weren't any more uh, other bugs or anything going on that we had to had to try to diagnose. So, what what's your plans for this year? Oh, uh, well, we plan on doing the super speedways, um, so Daytona, Talladega, and uh, we plan on going back to Charlotte and Pocono, and if we if we can, hopefully we'll throw in one more uh, um, one more ARCA race before the end of the year, if we can hopefully find find uh, some sponsor help, too. We're, uh, we'd, love to, we'd love to run one more if we could, so at least one more, at least one more. But if yeah. not, we'll, uh, we'll we also have our dirt pro stocks and our northeast dirt pro stocks that we run up here. So me and my fiance Roxanne, she's uh, she me and her run in the same division, and and uh, so that's probably what we'll what, what also we'll be dabbling with are the dirt pro stocks. Well, you done got you done got Roxanne into racing too, hadn't you? Oh, she was already there. That's uh, <laughs> that's the best part. She's she's a a, a racer girl at heart. She's uh, it's it's, uh, it's a lot of fun to us. We're competitive. Howdy! I think we lost them. Hello. Oh. Rowdy. I go ahead. Uh, I think I think we lost them. No, he's still on the board. Okay. Hi, Sean. Uh, You have Kyle here. Uh, First question for you is, uh, what's your thoughts on Orange County Fair Speedway uh, going for another year? I I hope it does. I hope it does. Up there with with, um, Halmar, who's Currently, I guess they they extended one more year with uh, with managing the track, but um, hopefully they'll continue to keep on going forward and keep managing it. So, I uh, I uh, really don't want to set. That's my home track. That's where I learned how to drive. So that's that's where I learned how to race. So that's I would hate to see it it go away. I mean, there's so many there's so many tracks though today that you sit there and go, oh, that's going to be around forever, and then they're announcing that they're closing up and building a a warehouse or they're putting a junkyard in, or it's it's just it's uh it, it's a shame that they hear these racetracks that have been around forever just disappearing. So I I really I think Orange County. If it's not the oldest, it's the second oldest race dirt track in in the United States. So I hope that's enough to keep the historical value of of it being around. My next question for you is: uh, I know you mentioned Charlotte. Uh, you know, I know you've raced at Pocono before. What's it like racing at the Tricky Triangle? That one's tough. There's really no way to to. I mean, we always just dial the car in for coming off of turn three because that that shoot down the front stretch is will make or break you. That the way you launch off of turn three, so we mostly focus on our on our turn three exit really. Um, but um, 
it's so tough because during a race, you get a cloud that goes over and it changes the temperature of the racetrack in three, and now the car's cushioned. Where the sun comes out, now the thing's greasy, and it's four-wheel slide. And it's it's such a – that is such a tough racetrack. It really is. We're, we're, every time I've gone there, it's – just when you think you got the place figured out, it's, you go back, it's completely different. So uh, you mentioned Daytona. You mentioned Charlotte. I mean, what's what's Charlotte like? You know, it was on the ARCA schedule – you know, back in the 60s, and then it comes back in the 90s, and now it's back. I mean, what's it, you know, what's it like to also have Charlotte back on the schedule now that they go there every year, almost every year? I think it's awesome. I, I, I last year was my first time running Charlotte, um, and I haven't ran a cookie cutter um, um, intermediate track in a long time. Like, so I mean, the tracks like um, Atlanta, Charlotte. Kentucky, Michigan, uh, the old Chicago land. I mean, that was, those were, uh, even Texas. I mean, they're just, I had, I forgot how much fun those were until I got out of Charlotte last year and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is, this is uh, shaking the rust off a little bit, but I'm having a good time. It's, it's uh, I, you just, you don't realize the speed and the momentum you keep up there. It's, 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 it's a blast. It really is. So anybody who, oh, I know there's plenty of uh, driving schools out there. Anybody who like wanted to go ex- experience like sh- like Charlotte or uh, or Michigan or something, I, I'd recommend going out with like a driving school and, and checking it out. It's 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 eye opening. It's a lot of fun. So my last question is: uh, We had John last year after uh, the top five. Um, can you just recall that for us, uh, running that that uh, Bob Keselowski tribute pinch game? Yeah, that was that was cool. We, that was uh, that was definitely an honor to them. And we brought down Bob Keselowski's the last Chrysler he ran. We we actually brought it down. We had it in the infield for the uh, um, in the uh, the fan zone in the infield. So I don't I don't know how many ARCA cars have ever been in that infield as that were that were legit ARCA cars, but uh I gotta imagine not too many, but it was it was cool being able to to do something nice for Bob. He he did a lot for our team back back uh before he passed away. He he'd always be there and, and helping us out on, on with setups. I I swear every time we went somewhere new or we had a new driver in he'd he'd always sit there and he'd be like He'd see him thinking, he'd be like, "I got to set up for that." So he always did a lot that he that a, a lot, a lot of to help us out with uh, with with Empire Racing. So uh, that's kind of why Bob. That's that kind of why my dad did. I mean, sit around and and, and could would scheme up different ways to make make it go faster. Yeah, yeah, he he just he always oh not even that it just was uh, if we were kind of going into a race blind he'd he'd always sit there and be like mm, I got notes for that so it was always a good starting point no matter where we went he always he always had a he always had a note for everywhere we went it was pretty cool. Uh, John, let's talk about the guys that's helping you pull this off over the weekend testing and going back to the uh, Daytona. Oh, yeah. 
I got to thank Grumpy. So Grumpy and Grumpy's performance, they, uh, him and his crew there, they, uh, they really, they really do all the behind the scenes work for Empire Racing. So yeah. guys, the Grumpy, Johnny Mason, they're, they're, uh, they do all the fabrication work and, and assembly on the cars and, and set up and everything. So we, we're not the biggest team in the world, but boy, we have some, we have some diehard guys who are, uh, who, who, Definitely give their hearts to the team. So give give everything they can every every time we show up at the track. So that's what makes so, our Bernard series so great, uh, Sean. To me, is all the guys like your guys and the other crews there, one big family that help each other. Except when it's race time and it's uh, <laughs> everything for the flag. Then isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and. Uh... And it gets even worse when it's just when you get down to those last mm, probably two to five laps to go, then it, you really have no friends. Sean, but, how, uh, how do you prepare for that weekend? I mean, as far as physical, that, that's a pretty physical race. It, it is. It's a lot of G forces. People don't people don't realize that Daytona and Talladega, the G forces. It's it, it definitely does start to take a toll on you after a while, but um, it's it's nothing like you'll ever drive anywhere else. It's just between the speed and and just especially Talladega. Talladega, you, you I, I literally have come off a of turn two at Talladega, opened my visor, you know, kind of rubbed my eyes, cleaned the the crud out of my eyes, reached over, grabbed my drink bottle, drink took, you know, a couple of sips of water and put it back in the holster, kind of, you know, closed my visor, and then I'm still only halfway down the back stretch. <laughs> it's just nothing like you, you – it really is nothing like you've ever been at before. It's where the Alabama Highway Department paved that place with all the asphalt left over in the state. So it was – that it, it is monstrous. Daytona is – Daytona is a little bit – um, narrower. It's a little bit tighter racing, but oh God, is it fun? So there's it, it is nothing like uh, to just be able to sit there and hold a car wide open around the track. It's just it, it's a blast. It really is. I I can imagine. I, I did Dale Jarrett at Talladega, and I that was it was. I, it was the same way. It was an awesome feeling to be able to put that pedal all the way to the floor and, and virtually hold it down and, and make make those turns. But yeah. it gets exciting, yeah. don't it, Sean, when you add 35 more cars to the field and everybody wants number one spot. Oh, yeah. I, the One of the coolest feelings in the world is still when you when you break that plane for the, for, you know, to run in the lead. And like, cause when you're in the draft, you just a lot of air k- kicking around. It's like, it's like the feeling if you ever get behind a tractor trailer on the highway, you kind of, especially if you're in like in a, a, a van or a suburban or something, it kind of, the air just kind of kicks you around a little bit. And uh, so it take that now and, and times it by, t- times it by eight. And uh, that's the feeling of being in the draft. The cars are kicking all the, when you're, behind everybody the cars are kicking around from the air but when you break that plane and 
it's just kind of like all the chaos stops and the the car just settles down and it's nice and smooth and you look in the mirror though and it's just chaos you see roofs bouncing around you go through the turn and it looks like you're the you're the locomotive pulling the train cars it's to look up in the mirror and see it it's 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 a crazy feeling it, it, I uh, like to see it when it happens. That's what I call racing. I'm sorry. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, but it, that that's one, definitely one of the coolest feelings, though, is when you get out in the lead and just it's just quiet and every it just calm. It's calm and it's just it's it's definitely uh, different from the, the chaos of running second and back. It's it's a lot of fun. It really is. Sean, hopefully. Uh, I want y'all to come out, you and Roxanne, come out to the fan zone. We'll be out there all weekend. So you come out, we'll we'll get a time that you can come out and we'll do a little bit. Kyle's going to run the show and we, I'm just going to have a board. It's just, you know, a place to come sit like last year for the, five, for the 500 weekend. So what about oh, cool. uh, sponsors there, Sean? Let's talk about the people that make you, sponsors that make you go around. Oh yeah, we uh well we're going to have have uh everybody that was on the car last year is going to be right back on it. Well, except for we, we had uh Winnebago last year. They they are not returning, but we do have Nesco bus and truck sales out of uh, um out of Long Island. So they're uh they're a long-time sponsor for us. They they're coming back on board and uh Suffolk Transportation Services also out of Long Island, out of Suffolk County. They're uh they're uh, also coming back on board, and the Trans Group, Trans Group, long time, long time sponsor, and um, uh, the Trans the, uh, Trans Tech Bus. They they build a a small school bus out of um, uh, Warwick, New York, out of Upstate New York, and and we also have we also uh, have Empire Metalworks. They're also one of our our newest um, marketing partners. So they make the, they're going to be on the car for. For a couple races, Pocono and um, I think I think Charlotte also. But uh, yeah, we those, those we're definitely proud to have them on and and uh, can't wait to can't wait to get down there in February. So it's going to be the longest month month waiting to go down there ever. And y'all had severe and you had severe snow storms coming through there nothing this year it's i really thought we were going to get hit hard with a, a, a rough winter this year and, and we've had i i we've had a very mild winter we have had nothing here in new york so we've uh i mean uh, the guys upstate i mean that that's what they they always broadcast they, you always see on the news is like buffalo but that's what i consider i still consider us upstate but that's way upstate so but we're um yeah, where we're at, we I think two weeks ago we were in the in the sixties, middle of January, and it was sixty degrees. Never in my life do I ever remember that. It's so crazy. this is uh, definitely been the it's most mild here, winter. I've... It's what? crazy here too. We've had crazy winter here too. Sub zero, never have winter like we've had. And then next day, next two days later, it'd be sixty five or seventy. Uh, yeah. Not, Tell everybody where they can keep up and follow you this year. Where they what social media sites? Well, definitely keep up with us uh, between 
between Instagram and uh, Facebook. We're always always uh, adding stuff and to um, the Empire Racing Group's uh, Facebook page and uh, check out EmpireRacingGroup.com. So that's uh, uh, I know we're always posting. I, I think we have a couple different drivers doing some some new weight models, some new weight model uh, stuff that we're working on this year. So we'll. Uh, Hopefully everybody can come check them out. I think we're going to be doing a lot more at Car- at, at uh, Caraway Speedway and I think even Hickory this year with our, our late models. Late models have got popular. They have. Wow. They have. It's and it's great entry level into into ARCA. It's a great. It really is a, a great series and and uh, it, uh, any everybody who comes from. And late models really does really well in the uh, in the Arca series. So. Sean, appreciate for calling in tonight. Looking forward to seeing you. All right, guys. Thank thank you for having me on. It's always great to talk to you guys. All right, you too, Sean. Thank you, sir. Thanks, All Sean. Right, have a good evening, guys. All right, Sean Core there. So uh got our next guest calling in, and he's no stranger to the show, Mark Igerdinger. How you doing, Mark? Not too bad. How are you guys doing? Man, we're doing great. Uh, Sean's talking about late models. You was rookie of the year at Evergreen last year. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. We uh, threw a car together last second, and ended up getting rookie of the year somehow. <laughs> it's got to be good driving if you're if you're racing at Evergreen in Mahoney Valley, you got to be a racer. Oh, yeah, it's a tough track, tough competition for sure. Which track do you like the best out of those two? Cause I... I think Evergreen. Um, Mahoning is a handful. Still getting used to that one. Uh, looking forward to going back next year, though. Hopefully get a handle on it. I won't tell you, I, was, I went to Mahoney Valley. A uh, bunch of passionate fans there. And they packed the house. Oh, yeah, they get rowdy. Uh, I can hear them cheering over the car sometime, too. Pretty neat racing there. Pretty much we've been talking about testing it at uh, Daytona last week. What's it like to test at Daytona? Oh, it's great. Um, definitely learn a lot. Um, Andy, he brings... Great cars, great people down there. Uh, just working on sponsorship. Hopefully we can get something together for the rest of the season in ARCA. Well, that's what, uh, what's your plan? What's your plans, uh, Mark? If you can get a sponsor. Right yeah, right now it's up in the air with sponsorship. Last year we had some promising sponsors back out. So uh, it ended a few races we had lined up. So we'll try again next year, uh, this year, but all just depending on sponsorship, really. What What about your late model? What's your plan yeah, on your late model? We're, yeah, we're going to run a late model for the championship at Evergreen and Mahoning this year. I'm actually working on it right now, doing some small stuff to it. But, yeah, we're, we're going to run the full season up here. You know, it's all about seat time, isn't it? Mark, the more yeah. time you get. Yeah, definitely. Um, I learned a lot last year. We uh, we had a deal to run 
somebody else's car, but that fell apart last second also. So mine wasn't ready. We ended up putting it together within a week of the season starting, and we did pretty good with it, with what we had to work with. Uh, Mark, I, what gives you the favor to be a racer? What was that? Sorry. I said, I said what gives you the favor to be a racer? What, what made uh, you want to be a racer? It goes back to my dad racing. Uh, he raced Evergreen Mahoney back in the 80s. He ran street stocks, and they had some crazy stories and videos from back then. And I started going when I was a kid, watching, watching my brother, and it's always been in my blood. Hey, Mark, you got Kyle here. Uh, first question for you is, uh, did your dad ever run at Dorney Park Speedway? He did not. I think that's the only track he didn't. He ran uh, Nazareth, Pocono, Evergreen, I think uh, Shemong, Shanghai, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure Dorney was the only one he didn't get to. So my next question for you is uh, back to the Daytona Arca test last year. Um, who was able to help you get up the speed really quite, uh, really fast? I know you were mentioning Andy Hillenberg earlier. Um, who else was, was able to help you get up the speed as fast as you did? Yeah, um, he had a lot of drivers down there that he had racing for him for a while, and they were all really helpful, getting us comfortable in the cars, uh, just pointing out where to hit your marks on the track. So, uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of people that he brings to help us out. So my next question is, uh, Evergreen had to repave a few years ago. Um, I think at Mahoning, drivers have said you're constantly turning the entire time. Is that true? Yeah. It, uh, I think there's more grip, but I guess it also depends how you have your car set up. Mine handled pretty good for the most part, but, yeah, I understand where they're coming from here. You're turning for the most part since they repaved. So my last question for you is, um, you know, you said you're going to run Evergreen and Mahoning this year. Um, where else would you like to run? I mean, where, where have you expressed running? Um, I know you, you talked about Pocono last year. Um, you know, is that is that still an, an attainable deal um, coming down the road? Or, I mean, what, what's, what, what are you looking like maybe running a race somewhere else other than Evergreen or Mahoning? Yeah, um, we're always looking to run somewhere else, but it's just tough. Um a lot of the tracks have different rules for the late models. Some of them only run crate motors. Some of them you got to run certain transmissions. So right now our car is pretty much only legal for Evergreen and Mahoney. We'd have to change a few things up to travel. But we're looking into it. And uh, I'm definitely still looking into ARCA as long as the uh, sponsorship lines up right. Well, Mark, I hope it does, my man. Uh, yeah, I would think it's easier to go out and sell a spot on a car that's sponsored or owned by NASCAR because everybody knows the brand of NASCAR. The 75th year has got to help also. Uh, let's talk about the guys at, at the shop that helps you get to, to the tracks, Mahoney and Evergreen. Yeah, they're huge help. Um, I picked up a few more guys last year when uh, 
my deal fell through with the other guy I was supposed to drive for. A lot of people came over, helped me out last second, and then stuck with me through the year. And uh, Bernie Cook's one of them. He's a driver of Stephanie Moyer's old factory stock. And he got the Evergreen Championship with it last year. He's going to run again this year for the championship. So we're based out of the same shop this year. And, uh, yeah, we're both going to go for a championship, hopefully. Hey, some good times down there, isn't it, uh, with the guys after the race? What's it like after the race when you finally get everything packed up and the night's over, when you can, like, take a sigh of relief? Yeah, we, I think we closed the place down after every race last year. We definitely <laughs> bring a cooler. And uh, just talk about how far we come with what little we have to work with. It was all of our first time with a late model by ourselves last year and uh we almost beat nick ross our third time out there he's won heck i think 12 of the last 15 races and we gave him a run for his money just caught a late caution and he beat us on the restart so we did a lot last year proud of ourselves uh what about the sponsors uh mark that you got yeah we have uh few new sponsors this year and we got from last year bruce fine construction airs towing the reading northern railroad compro concrete michael moose candies heron electric and cavanaugh's grill they've been with us for about three years now and uh yeah we have a few more potential ones that want to come on board this year looking forward to where can they keep up and follow you on social media mark you can follow, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, all under Dinger Racing. You can follow us all season long. Hey, Mark, man, appreciate it. Good luck. Hope I get hope I get to see you at a racetrack soon. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're working on it. We're working real hard. Hopefully, we'll get something to work out this year. Sounds good, Mark. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you. Thanks, Mark. All right, have a good At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize... I'm at the wrong track. Man, Kyle, busy night. We still got one more guest. We do, Rowdy. Uh, Tuesday, we taped uh, Rev Racing, LeVar Scott. Um, he's running full-time in the Arkham Energy season. And, uh, you know, I just want to say thanks to LeVar for coming on and taping with us. Uh, we did run it live. I want to say thank you to Rev Racing and the Arkham Menard Series for promoting it uh, over Twitter. So I just want to say thanks for that. And uh, without further ado, Rowdy, uh, here is LeVar Scott from Tuesday afternoon. From Rev Racing, LeVar Scott. Welcome, LeVar. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, we're doing great, LeVar. Thanks for coming on. Uh, first time nope. call in. Uh, LeVar, big weekend at Daytona. How'd that go for you? It was awesome. I mean, that's really a, a driver's dream is to 
go around that track and uh, be a part of that. Even if it's not really a part of racing, everybody knows what Daytona is. So to, to have the opportunity to drive there and, and have an official test test there was unbelievable. What was that first lap like, being set in the car and they clear you to go? It was crazy. I mean, for there, it's such a big track, you have to gain momentum. So I remember our out lap, you had to go in three and four, you had to run the wall and get, gain a lot of momentum. And it kind of feels like the game, like an eye racing where you're just close to the wall and hope you don't hit it. But um, everything felt so real and like like I meant to be there. So it, it was crazy. But you got used to the speed really quickly. I mean, the first lap, you're like, you're rolling. But after two or three, you're like, I, I can do this for a while. I'm not stop. So, Lamar, uh, where did you come up with this idea that you wanted to be a race car driver? When did it, when did so you get I, bit by the bug? When I was very, very, very – honestly, probably before I was even born. My mom was a drag racer, and my grandpa drag racing. Everybody in my family really drag raced growing up, and um, that's what they did. But uh, I wanted to start racing at a really at a really early age, and uh, you couldn't start drag racing until you were eight years old. At the time, I was five, and the only thing I could do was dirt quarter midgets in Delaware. And uh, we started doing that, and each day, just each week, progressing the ladder and trying different things. And finally, in 2020 – we got the opportunity to come with Red Race, and uh, it's been great ever since. So it's just, uh, honestly a dream. So you got you got a victory at Hickory Speedway in, in yeah. a uh, late model. That's pretty impressive. Hickory's a tough tough old bird. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And I remember that week I had my teammates with me, and it was we always having fun, just having a good time. And uh, we got the race with uh, Blake Lothian. I mean, remember me and him was racing the whole day pretty hard next to each other, and. Uh, to pull that off, it was it was unbelievable. Because Hickory is just like Daytona for short track racing. It's, it's the most famous short track in the world. And uh, to be able to say I, I got to win there is something I can say for the rest of my life. And it's honestly a, a really huge achievement. Well, uh, Lamar, when uh, Rev Racing, when you got the opportunity to Rev Racing, looking at last year's return with Nick Sanchez and Raju, that, that had to make you feel good to know you're going to be part of a, a really good organization. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I remember my year in 2020, Raj, was, it was his second year. And I just knew watching, watching him and Nick build up their careers through the program and watching them go through the ranks is something that I looked up, looked, um, looked up to, kind of. I wanted to be a part of that. So um, knowing their success and what, and what they're what they doing now with the truck series and knowing that if I just what I have to do and, and work at it and work hard at it, I have a, one day we have an opportunity at that. It's a, it's really something to look forward to, and I'm glad to see how their futures are coming for them. Hi, Lavar. Yeah, Roddy's co-host, Kyle, here. Uh, first of all, thanks for coming on the show. Um, thanks to you and Christy for okay. arranging this. Uh, first question for you is uh, uh, talk a little bit about your Arkham and Arts E-Series deal. Uh, you know, you did test Daytona. Um, that's when I, I, you know, got a hold of Christy. So uh, just talk a little bit about that. How, you know, what are you looking forward to this season? And, you know, we're, what races are you have circled so far? Yeah, honestly, um, we first we start off at Pensacola, and that's that's the main. Uh, that's a really that's a short track, not a lot of grip, kind of like a compare, comparable to Florence, really, just grip level. So I know racing there, there's no grip there. So I, I kind of know what to expect going into that race. But I race, I drove our car Daytona, but you can't really judge that just because the tracks are the complete opposite, just with grip and body control, speed. So I kind of have to go into Pensacola knowing that I don't. Still, still believe I have no experience inside of these cars, so I gotta restart everything I've learned at this Daytona test and uh, make a new make a new slate for Pensacola 
And then Dover is my home track at home, so I'm really, I really, really want to succeed there and uh, put on a good performance because I want to have my family there for that. So um, those two right now, the start of the season, that's my the two two goals to do really good in those two races. So championship off right. My next question for you is uh, talk a little bit about how 2022 went. Um, Ronnie mentioned the win at Hickory. Uh, what kind of racing were you doing up, up until uh, announcing the RPE deal? Yeah, so we did some late model stuff. Uh, we raced at Florence, Hickory, Tri-County. Um, we had a lot of fun last year. It was definitely a big learning year and um, trying to improve every single time we went out just because, you know, as a driver, you can always find different things that, that you need to be better at. And I learned that every single week I went on track with the late model stuff, I know. The car store stuff is, is some of the most competitive racing there is around the country, any series or anywhere. So it's just uh, some guys compete with them at the local Hickory track and say you race against them is really cool. So um, late models was, was definitely a, a big, big step in my learning curve and career and hopefully put coming that into the Arkham Menard stuff. So my next question for you is, uh, who, who have you, who's, been, who's been helping you out the most um, throughout your racing career? You know, who's been, who's been mentoring you, um, giving you advice? Uh, you know, who, who's, been, who's been helping you out here throughout your racing career? Well, growing up, I always looked at Kyle Larson and Bo Wallace as my two guys that I look forward to and just how they, how they move, carry themselves throughout the week, through the weekend and stuff like that. Um, but more personable stuff, just because he's already he's, – already done this stuff that I'm planning, planning on doing was, uh, is Raja. I remember last year, a year ago, he was um, he was in the Arkhamenard's East Series, and I, every single track that he raced that, I'm racing that now. So I'm definitely going to pick his brain a lot about each track I go to and uh, look at his notebook and see see some uh, notes he has from there. And um, But uh, when I go to the bigger bigger stuff, bigger tracks, I want to definitely look, look forward to Bubba Wallace and seeing his advice on different things. So my last question for you is: uh, You're from New Jersey. You're from the Northeast. Um, have you able to been able to go to any of those New Jersey tracks when you're when you're up here because you, you've been racing down south? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. I go to when I pack at home. I go to Bridgeport Speedway a lot or Spur Auto Center. Um, I still go back to my home track in Delaware, Airport Speedway. Race there a few times. I try to travel to PA once in a while and get some of those dirt, big dirt tracks in, like Ashton Track or Clyde Mart Memorial. I feel like dirt racing is will always be that place I can go back to and, I don't know, retune, refresh, and get that driving. That just, it's, dirt race is like no other track. you got to be very, very aggressive and very quick with everything you do. And I think all that really helps your asphalt stuff and just having a quick mind with different uh, decisions. So when I have the chance, I'm definitely going to go back up there and uh, keep racing some of that stuff, especially the bigger races. LeVar, uh, you want to give thanks to the guys back at the shop that helped you get to where you're at right now? Oh, yeah, 100%. I, I, there's no way in this world I'd be here without Rev Racing, Max Siegel, uh, Booker, Lupo, my crew chief, Jamie, everybody at the shop that really helps me. They, like, we didn't get done working until the – we're still working on the Spirit car. We just got done racing to make it better for the for the race that's upcoming uh, next month or two months now for Pensacola. So um, it's I can't think those, enough, those guys enough. It's really, really a lot of hard work that goes into these cars, and those guys, they don't ever stop. LaVar, let me tell you, there's two things to know about uh, Pensacola. Cheese grater. That's what it does to the tires. It's yeah, all about tires. That's what I hear. Yeah, that's it's a cheese grater. It's great racing, <laughs> but you got to know your tires when you get there. So, yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. LaVar, where can they keep up with your season this year? Uh, social media, big time, under Rev Racing or LaVar.Scott underscore 34. 
Twitter, LeVar Scott, Facebook, LeVar Scott. Just uh, my name is really on almost all my social medias, and obviously, Rev Race and Max Siegel. LeVar, we appreciate you taking time out. Looking forward to seeing you at Pensacola, my friend. Thank you so, so much, man. We definitely do this again sometime this year. Thanks again. Okay, guys. Have a great day. Thanks, LeVar. All right, Kyle. Uh, four guests on the show tonight. Not bad way to end the week there, my friend. Yeah, four guests on, and we all squeezed it within an hour, so we did pretty good. <laughs> we, uh, we did. Hey, all right. Absolutely. So, Kyle, let's talk about your weekend, man. You got a big weekend. That's right, Rowdy. Uh, the the Motorsports Show at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks, Pennsylvania. Good news, Rowdy, is I'm going both days. So uh going to be covering the Motorsports Show. Uh, Ryan Priest expected to be there on Saturday, and then uh, his car is going to be there as well. So uh, he's going to be in the 41 car, and then uh, he'll, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get to interview him and get a audio clip for you on Monday. So uh, hopefully uh, the show goes well. Kyle, all I can say is enjoy and have a good time and be safe. Hey, and for me, I've, I've tried to get myself ready for next week. I'm going to pay attention to the roar this weekend at Daytona, but we'll be down in the fan zone the 26th, 7th, 8th, and 9th, and uh, it's going to be a great time, Kyle. Thanks, Roddy. Appreciate it, Kyle. Hey, Monday morning, guys. We'll be back 9 Central in Eastern. All right, Kyle, we're going to let that light shine, man. Till Monday morning.